Hey Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, No commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. In my experience working with like 1,600 kids, what causes change is when the child has an insight. So the child has a new idea. Tired, weary frustrated what would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone what's stopping you from living your best life now on solo mom's talk i discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone so if you're a working solo mom dealing with independent children insensitive bosses weight and health issues or even debt collectors Join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life, it's hard to keep your head above the water. So win this fight. On this episode, I continue my conversation with Simon Bean. Simon, like many of us, was bullied as a child. We picked up the conversation where we left off talking about how resilient our children are. If this is a topic that's of interest to you, you may want to check out part one of our bullying episode. But resilience isn't a muscle. It's right. kind of, I think resilience is kind of built, built into us, but then we... Um, we kind of lose that. We don't, nobody's ever told us that. And no, most no. people say, oh, well, resilience is, uh, you know, you have to build your resilience. Well, no, no, the child is pretty resilient when they're born. They'd be kind of, they, we learn to be sensitive um, by the world around us, you know. Um, so the world around us, everybody says it's a scary place. Mm-hmm. Well, when you look into a child's eyes for the first time, there's not a lot of fear in them, apart from... Loud, we're born with a fear of loud noises, apparently. Um, they still get me at 53. I get <laughs> and, and, and we have a fear of falling. That, that's what they say we're born with. We're not, we're not with, born with a fear of falling backwards, apparently. We're not born with a, a, a social anxiety or, or a fear of bullying or a fear of the world around us. We're not, we're not born with that. We learn, we pick up on that yeah. Yeah. Um, from the world around us. And, and the world seems, so for you... I'm guessing 
you know, you're brought up with your, by, uh, did you say your grandparents or your grandma? My granddad. Your granddad. Grand- sorry, your granddad. Yeah. So it looks like, it looks like the world seems pretty scary because mm-hmm. other kids have been picking on you and you're trying to listen. And, and it, it seems that way in a way to me, you know, but that, that's kind of our conditioning. That's what we pick up from the world around us. Yeah. Yeah. Is this, is, is this too abstract? Um, is this making sense? Uh, it makes sense to me. Um, <laughs> but I, I kind of want to, and, and I know your task or your, what you do is to reinforce that self-esteem in children, right? Am I getting well, your... Kind of, yeah. Um, yeah. So the, so the self-esteem and the resilience are all the same thing. So my, my work is about, you talked about reinforcing. Well, for me, it's about, actually, about reinforcing, but the way that we reinforce, well, it's not actually about reinforcing. It's about helping children see this stuff for themselves. Okay. Because we, we learn, we, I was talking earlier on about uh, change and change taking longer in um, uh, in adults than it does in, in children, right? So in my experience working with like 1,600 kids, what causes change is when the child has an insight. So the child has a new idea. Mm-hmm. The child gets it. The child gets the fact that it's not their fault um, or, you know, gets their own resilience as in sees or understands, has an insight, has a, a new thought comes to mind. And and that is what I'm looking to do so i'm looking to draw the information explain how our feelings and our thoughts work to to kids and how you know what what resilience is how what self-esteem is what confidence is explain what it is and then get them to see it for themselves because in any conversation it's about what the other person hears so it's about what you hear Right. Yeah. yeah. What I say. Yeah. So what you said was, I asked you this: Is this making sense? And you said yes, and you went along with it. And then you said, but this is what you think. So there's something there, right, that I haven't communicated, right? So we're used to having a conversation on a kind of like a, a logical step by step level. So everybody's looking for, you know, the ten ways to stop my child getting bullied, right? So there is only one real way for your child to stop getting bullied. And that's for your child to not react when it happens. So what we have to do is how do we get the child to re- not react when it? So, so the child doesn't take it personally. Right. How, how can we get it to the child not seeing pregnant? So how will we do that? Well, how we do that is when the child sees for themselves that it isn't personal. And how will we do that? We'll do that through questions and, and a dialogue. With, mm. with child okay. um, and that dialogue will go a different way according to the different child so I can't lay it out as a step-by-step guide but it's about questions so it's about getting them to see that on on one level it's not their fault mm. it's something going on for the for the bully and that it can't help, help them and on a, a deeper level than that um, it's about seeing where our feelings come from and so most people think that their feelings come from the outside world yes but they don't. Right. Feelings are an inside job. Feelings come from us, not to us. So mm-hmm. I work with kids is, is that. But whenever I explain this to an adult or a child, logically and rationally, it doesn't get it because we learn this stuff by experience. It's a bit like learning to ride a bike. So I could explain to you all the, uh, all the stuff about riding, riding, riding a bike, but until you actually experience it, you won't do it. But 
when the child sees it for themselves, when the child gets that insight, then that's that's what changes their world. So, for example, um, when I first knew that I was onto something with this, it's back about seven years ago, and a girl told me. So I'd run a, a workshop in her class. In her class, we've done this. How do you make your dreams come true? How do you ignore native people that say you can't make your dreams come true? Mm-hmm. And 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 how do you rise above bullying? Those are three things, right? Mm-hmm. Five minutes on the bullying stuff. But we distract the kids by talking about the dreams. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, because yes. we lift them up. Right. We lift them up. We distract them. Yeah. They're not interested in having a conversation in, in comf- about confidence or self-esteem. They're not in that. No, don't go there. Don't go there with, with me there, mum. We, we, t- we lift them up. We raise them up. We encourage them. And we distract them by talking about, okay, what matters to them? So what matters to them is getting into the, uh, the soccer team or getting into the, passing their piano exam or um, getting into the school play or you know, or longer term stuff like becoming a nurse or whatever that is. Long term, yes. we, we we engage them with what matters to them, and then we bring in the we bring in the conversation about the feelings that are going to drive them to do what they wanted to do. Going back seven years ago, so I'm asking the kids to write down what they've learned. You know, what what, they, what are they going to be able to do differently mm-hmm. uh, as a result of what they've learned today. And I walked around the class because I didn't know whether I was kind of patronizing them, talking down to them or expecting them to do something that they couldn't do or when I was meeting them at where they, where they are. Yeah. Yes. So I'm always trying to tune in to the listener. Like I've asked you a few questions. I'm tuning in to make sure, you know, I'm, am I making clear? Yeah. Yes. What do they say? Communication is the response you get. So I'm taking kind of uh, responsibility for communication. Right. So I asked the I asked, and then I wander around the class and this little girl comes, you know, beckons me over and she says she doesn't want to be, she doesn't, she doesn't want to share what she's written down with the rest of the class. And I said, well, it's okay. You don't need to do that. You don't need to share. She said, well, um, now I know about the, the juice. So the juice is like this mindset tool that I've got for kids. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can go back to dance class. Um, so the hairs on the back of my neck stood up and I'm saying, so what's, what's happened? She said, well, I was bullied uh, dance class, so I stopped going. And then she tells me a little bit more detail. But if we just round it back a bit. So she didn't want to share at 10, at the age of 10, she didn't want the other kids in her class to know that she'd been bullied. At yeah. Because she thought it was about her. She had been made a victim. Mm-hmm. but no more because she was going back to dance class that's what she told me she'd had a jump in her uh, her resilience her self-esteem i don't know what would you call that i don't know i guess the passion for what she loves is you know well, yeah, she had the passion yeah. for what, what she, uh, she had the passion for what she loves she, she, you call it you have dances with the stars don't you in in the states yeah i don't want to have strictly <laughs> I don't watch TV, so I don't. You don't know. watch TV. Yeah, Probably no. a good thing, especially at the moment. Too much bad news. Oh, definitely. We don't want to listen to that. So um, <laughs> I don't watch Strictly either. So we have Strictly Come Dancing, right? Which is a dance, a dance show. Um, and she wanted to be on that. She had a passion for that mm-hmm. dance, right? But she had stopped going to dance class, so she wasn't going to make a, a dream come true because okay. the kids had picked on her for bullying. But she had a she had a jump in her understanding, which meant it was like. No more, sister. I'm going back to dance class. Right. Jump in her, in her resilience, uh, a, a decrease in her sensitivity, an increase in her stubbornness, uh-huh. a jump in her spirit, 
uh-huh. an increase in her self-esteem. Uh-huh. Her skin has suddenly got thick. I don't know what it was, how you... Yes, yes. She had had an insight. Yes. An insight. And we yes. can't... Her insight, I'm trying to explain it to you, but uh-huh. there's no such thing as a second-hand insight. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. You, we don't get yeah. each other's insights. Right. So I'm, I'm laboring the point a little bit to try and get across because what we're looking for in a, in a when two grown-up, rational, nice, sensitive humans like you and me are talking, right? We're, we're conversing on a logical level, and where this change happens at a, an emotional level, and 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 you can't really put your finger. I can't really put my finger on the insight. So I'm just trying to do the best that I can. But we have to get our kids to have an insight. And how do we do that? We do that through questions. Yes. Uh, uh, and, uh, and I can't script a, I can't script a question. If I could, if I could give you an answer, I could script all the question. Your child, your child's, you're going to say this and your child's going to say that. You're going to say that. And you're gonna, but that's not the way children work. Right. Right. I mean, that's a brilliant approach because there's sometimes I read some type, something about, you know, when there's a conflict between a parent and a child, the parent will turn it around. So it, it looks like the, what the parent wanted the child to do was the child's idea. Do you follow me? So in that respect, you bring out what our why is. You know, what the child's why, why did you want to go to soccer practice in the first place? Why did you want to dance in the first place? And you let somebody turn you off. And now you've, you've brought that spark back to that child to say, well, wait a minute here. I want to do this. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's kind of what I did, but completely, I didn't do it like that at all. That is like a parallel. That's like a that's a, like like a really good different way of explaining what happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how I see it. It's yeah. great. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's yeah. Because what what I actually did was I asked the kids where their feelings came come from, mm. and and I and I got them to see through playing games that their feelings come the feelings come from the thoughts, not the outside world. Right. 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 Not somebody saying anything nasty to them. Yeah. 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 But that's the ultimate empowerment because you're not a victim. You're not, you're not going to be a victim of the outside world anymore then. Right. In that moment, when you see that, you're not going to be, yeah, anymore, maybe overcooking it, but, um, process. You see that you don't, when you see that, then you don't, don't get it. That's what I did. But you did it. You, yours is a different, a completely different way. Yours is. Uh, I love that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Simon. This is an interesting topic that could go a lot of ways. <laughs> but I actually like your approach, and I think if you want to kill the weeds, you pull them out of the ground. And and this is, I think, your approach does that. It, it pulls. It kills the the sting or the effect of bullying, the long-term effect. I don't know what bullying has caused me to lose in life because I wasn't able to nip it in the bud. I think I mentioned to you that my son was bullied in high school. He was a different cat. He was very brave in facing down the bullies. And he's a different person. And I think he's a different person for it. So I, I appreciate the approach you have because I think it's more... It's a forever solution. 
as opposed to a Band-Aid. Yeah? Yeah. 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 So here's the thing, right? The human spirit, who you truly are, who I truly am, let me just explain something. So this is a bit deeper than the, the bullying stuff, right? A bit, mm-hmm. deep, a bit deeper. Um, but this is kind of my way of explaining and seeing who we truly are, right? So I was adopted when I was five weeks old. Mm-hmm. Grew up in a very loving family. And um, I really didn't think I had a problem with being adopted. Yeah, I didn't feel rejected at all. Didn't feel like that at all. Mm-hmm. But um, then, then I did. Something happened. I mean, I don't need to really go into the details. It wasn't anything particularly bad, but it didn't. It didn't happen. Uh, but I, I read a book, and the the book basically said that adoption had broken me. Mm. That I was forever damaged by that by that occurrence, by that event. Mm-hmm. And you could look at bullying as the same thing. You could say bullying has damaged me. I could say bullying has damaged me. You could say bullying has damaged you, right? But who's the you, right? So it's hurt your feelings for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hurt my feelings, but we aren't our feelings. Right. We aren't our feelings. We're that kind of, that spirit, you know, the human yeah. spirit. We're not even, like I've had two names. Yeah. So we're not our name. Yeah. We're not our name. So if we're not, we're not, our, we're not our feelings. We're not our body. Our body changes, you know, the, the kind of like who we truly are, the eternal spirit, you know, if you're religious and people, you know, call it God or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I don't go down that route. You know, it's human and spirit, the energy, the life, chi, the force, whatever, who, who we, who we truly are. Yes. The soul, the soul, yes. yeah. the, the soul can't be damaged. So, for me, now, explaining that logically, right, <laughs> will make no, not one iota of difference, understanding that intellectually. Yeah. Right? Didn't, it doesn't make any. But when you have that as an insight, as a, an epiphany, as a, a really big idea, as well, not you, I'm talking about we, when we have an idea, when we yeah. take something to heart, you know, we get something deep in our bones, when the insight is big enough, right, that we realize, I realized that that hadn't damaged me because the soul is, as I'm not a religious person, is undamageable. Uh, and that is another way, you know, what I said earlier on about resilience, that's what I mean by resilience. I mean that the soul is bullying can't damage your soul bullying yeah. damages, if it's physical it damages your body if it's emotional uh, it hurts your emotions but it never actually hurts your soul hurts our soul right so i won't know I, I, I this is the this is the depth that i will go out when i'm so I, i've done all this work with kids right but now i explain with, with adults and i show them my processes to and their kids but they need the kind of underpinning understanding uh, of all this stuff yeah uh, because the kids are going to lead them in certain ways you know if they don't understand the the core concepts but um the human mind is really powerful and my mind had me believing that i was fundamentally damaged by the adoption and that led me down a bit of a hole for a while Mm -hmm. until i realized no more i wasn't that isn't the truth yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i understand and i get it and I appreciate you taking the time to come and talk about this subject, which is, oh, it's going to be ongoing, unfortunately. 
it's going to be ongoing, unfortunately. But the hope—I don't know whether you get a, do, you, do you get a message of hope from what I just explained in the last couple of minutes? Does that land at all for you? Um, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, I'm a spiritual person. I do believe in God, and I put my faith and you know desires in Him. So I do believe the soul is forever. And yeah, so I I, I really get what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I'm spiritual, but I'm not. A, I'm, I'm not religious. So, but whatever it is, we mm-hmm. we believe in a in a greater power. Yes, and a resilient power within us. Yes, a soul that cannot be damaged by whatever happens in the outside world, whether that's adoption, whether that's um, uh, bullying, whether that's coronavirus. Yes, that's what gets us through. Yes. Seeing that is what gets us through. Yeah. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger because it reveals the strength that was always there underneath. Absolutely, yeah. Underneath the feelings that come and go. Right. Okay. Thanks, Simon. (laughs) Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Want to live longer? According to Harvard Health, good connections and social support can improve health and increase longevity. With that in mind, why not join other moms from around the world as we connect on Solar Moms Talk Monthly Connect Lunch Break? Click the link in the show notes to RSVP or visit www.solarmoms-talk.com for more details. Take a break and let's connect. Did you enjoy this podcast? Then please subscribe so you will know when new episodes become available. And if you think this podcast can help someone else, please share it with them. Thank you. Hello solar moms, as a solar mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey. But it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today 
and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.